Good afternoon, Acadiana. Welcome aboard the Cane Radio Ship Shots. I'm Teddy Slimer with you here in the air chair. And my colleague, Rob Buckscar, on right across from me. 367-1240 is our number, but it's going to be shut down for the second half. we got a special guest from uh, down the way. And to, uh, l- l- let's leave it at that. Special guest coming on to talk about a little local golf from uh, one of the co- our local colleges. How about that? So let's thank our sponsors before we move along too far. Golfballs.com located in Lafayette right there on Arnold Boulevard. Appreciate that sponsorship. Anything you want in golf, you can go get it at golfballs.com. You can also try out their simulator. They have all kind of uh, companies with their demonstrators you can try out and hit into their simulator. Golfballs.com, Arnold Boulevard, Lafayette. And then our local golf clubs, Eagle Ridge, Cane Row, Sugar Oaks, Bellevue, and Atchafalaya. Well, we're going to start out with the Pro-Am in Abbeville at Southern Oaks. And, uh, wow, 143 players teed it up this past week. And uh, once again, thanks to Doug Beard with his uh, innovative effort of uh, letting players play. Uh, this week it was Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. You could play either one of those days, and that was a... A big uh, reason for the, the large turnout. And the golf course was in great shape, and, and the scores will definitely indicate that. First place went to Corey Hewlett, Eric Darwin, David Brown, and Carl Broussard at plus 15. Second place, Bobby Deloney, Kempton Collins, Keith Domains, and David Collins at plus 14. I don't think that's any relation on those Collins. Third place went to Larry Duplantis, Kevin Ledford, Gilbert Boudreaux, and Chris Maillard, plus 12. And the low individual players, here's where you'll see the, whew, how they scored so well. The A player, Bobby Deloney, was plus 7. The B player, Matt Abair, plus 11. C player, Steve Reagan, plus 12. And the D player, Terry Leger, plus 12. Those guys are going to get a big surprise when their handicaps come out for next month. <laughs> and I'm not sure. Either. I mean, that's pretty that's- strong, huh? Yeah, I don't. I never could quite figure out how you could score that that many points above. You know, I can I can see like five or six. Um, you know, but man, that's well. One, once it averages out, I think that's pretty much the case. You know, you don't you don't see uh, players. You know, because all of those players were declared, right? No, not uh, I, I. I know Steve. Uh, he used to, he was a member of the. I don't wet, recognize well, any of these. Yeah, he, he he's a, a pass holder of the Wetlands, and and um, him and. Um, Bobby Deloney's played in quite a few. but Yeah, uh, Steve's been playing for about two or three years now. In the in Pro-Am? There. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. never seen his name. Really. But, um, but no, I mean, I think he had to make 22 points and made 36. I mean, that's, oof, that's pretty, pretty, salt, pretty yeah. salty. Yeah. All right, down at Bellevue, uh, the American Legion two-man scramble was won by T- Jamin Vacalara and Todd Potan. They actually tied one of the scorecard playoff with Robbie Darden and Mike Caput, minus 14. And then their club champion this year is Brandon Burdett, naturally. And uh, the senior, Al Landry, is a senior champion for this year. And then this past weekend, Bellevue had their 18th annual, I think it is, blowout. 60 players teed it up in the three-man scramble. They divided it into two flights. And uh, I know you can guess who won first, first place in the first flight. The Burdett. Every single one of them. Ty, Brandon. <laughs> but they have to recruit Mike Cap, who's a semi-pro, to, uh, to shoot 17 under par. Uh, second place, Ricky Parvino. We heard that name from years back. Yeah. And I think his son, Aaron Parvino, t 
teamed up with Byron Carlisle for minus 14. In third place, Dan Hildalgo, Al Landry, and Gilbert Boudreaux, minus 13. In the second flight, now I don't get this. You can, as I as I read off the names, box score, you're going to be shocked that these these some of these teams were in the second flight. So tied for first and winning with the scorecard playoff was Damon Miguez with uh, First Bank of uh, Generet. We know him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dylan Miguez must be his son, and then Chuck Napier, another longtime player at Sugar Oaks when I was working there with Damon, mm-hmm. and uh, that's a good team. But. Tied with them was Jeff Gula, Scott Gula, and Micah Gula. Mike is a former UL player, and he tried the pro tour for a while in the second Second flight, flight, huh? Yeah. Go get him, Micah. Hey, you know, (laughs) you you have to, you know, you have to plan for these things. I've been been working on my my stuff. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Third place, Bobby McDonald, Scott Tibbs, and Dwayne Louviette, minus seven. And then uh, at uh, closest to the hole, rather, Mike Cap, Johnny Shakespeare, another good player, Brandon Burdett, naturally, Skipper Williams, all one closest to the hole in the different holes out at uh, Bellevue. And then down at Atchafalaya, they're still promoting that Thursday night scrambles, nine holes, five thirty shotgun start. Entry fee includes golf, prize money, and a hamburger dinner. Twenty five dollars for pass holders, forty dollars for the public. Also at Atchafalaya this past week, they airified their greens front and back. And uh, they also had a tailor-made demo day, a fitting day at uh, Atchafalaya. Then down at Eagle Ridge, of course, they got a new golf pro. His name is Jeff Dupan. He's from Lake Charles, and he's worked in the golf business uh, some 40 years ago. Well, not 40 years ago. He's 40 years old. But uh, quite a bit. He started out in the golf business at uh, Mallard Cove and Lake Charles Country Club. Then he went into all field sales. And now he's back in the golf at Eagle Ridge. And then he told me that uh, they're going to resurrect their uh, MGA, Men's Golf Association, at Eagle Ridge. And they also getting uh, re-certified as far as the golf course rating is concerned. The LGA, Louisiana Golf Association, is going to re-slope their golf course because they want to add a senior tee, giving them four sets of tees. So. Hmm, that's pretty, pretty good. Interesting. Yeah, that is because uh, kind of like uh, Sugar Oaks and even even Cane Row, the the tee boxes aren't designed to have that many uh, tee boxes. Right. The tee, tee boxes. Tee, yeah. The tee box. The physical tee box. I'm saying, but we'll see what happens. Then down at Sugar Oaks, their weekly specials Monday and Tuesday, and once again they're one of the only courses in our area, I believe, that's open on Monday. Of course, Eagle Ridge is too, I believe now. But nine or eighteen holes, twenty-two dollars, and their all-day special. Where you can play all day long for thirty-one dollars is Wednesday, and of course Wednesday's the day that they have that Twilight Scramble, and so the winners of that you can also join in with that. Paul Olivier, Ronnie Finley, and Glenn Dupuy minus five, and then that shootout. Uh, Paul Olivier and Nicky Melanso teamed up with Eric Lachelet and Robert Burton. They tied for the shootout. Let's see what else they have. The MGA sends me this stuff. Uh, on their shamble, front nine went to Ronnie Finley, Tam Rosemont, Keith Domain, plus four. Back nine, Robert Burton, Eric Lachelet, and Glenn Dupuy, plus two. And the overall went to uh, Roger Pisani, Olin Granger, and Dion Broussard. And then they had a 6 6 tournament instead of a shootout uh, on Sunday, August the 20th. That was their last one. Roger Pisani and Nicky Melanson were plus seven. Tim Rosemont, Keith Domain, plus 11. 
They're also looking for help out at Sugar Oaks, uh, inside and out. Uh, you can work behind the counter in the pro shop or on the golf course doing maintenance. 364-7611. Ask for Kylie. She, uh, she'll fix you up if you want a part-time job out at Sugar Oaks. Also coming up at Sugar Oaks is the Knights of Columbus Council 1208, which stems out of St. Peter's Catholic Church, is doing that fundraising golf tournament. That's going to be Saturday, October the 7th, three-man scramble. It's only $100 per person. And yours truly here, Raul Boxcar Bajeron, will be doing the auction after play as he, he's scheduled to play as well, along with his son and uh, our friend Jim Reed. And so after Boxcar, you'll, uh, you'll be doing the little auctioning, correct? Uh, yeah, as far as I know, if, if uh, hopefully they have some items to auction off. Um, at, at least they always have door prizes, and I, I do that as well. Yeah, I know they're um, going to have that. So, uh, but I'll, I'll, you know, it's a good opportunity to, in case any business owners are, are listening, if you have anything at all, um, you know, even like out of season merchandise stuff, stuff for the summer, you know, going, you know, that you want to maybe donate a couple items. Uh, Man, it, it, um, it's a great fundraiser and goes to a great cause, and any donations would be appreciated. Absolutely. Well, thanks for that plug. The Knights appreciate it as well because you're right. They do a lot of great things in our community here. Then also at Sugar Oaks over the past few months, there have been uh, quite a plethora of hole-in-ones. Ron Finley, Robert Burton, Willie Lewis, and Bobby Buto all made hole-in-ones at Sugar Oaks. Want to make a hole-in-one? Go play Sugar Oaks. And then the Gator Golf Club, which stems out of Sugar Oaks, most of its members are also members of Sugar Oaks, had their most recent event at the National Golf Course in Westlake. In the first flight was a tie between Mitch Thibodeau and Eddie Viator. They were plus five. Second flight also was a tie between Kent Kern and Brian Broussard, and they were plus one. And their next tournament was scheduled for this past Sunday, September 17th. I'm not sure if that took place because uh, Boyd didn't bring me the results today. And uh, they were supposed to play at Kashadi Pines in Kinder. But uh, I'm not sure if uh, he forgot to send them or what else. But we'll find out maybe next week. Then down at Cane Row, their junior rates, $25 before 1 o'clock, $15 after 1 o'clock. And... The specials for veterans is Wednesdays. Active or retired, only $25. And then the senior rate, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, $35. Twilight rate after 3 p.m. on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, $30. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, $35. And then if you want to be a member, it's uh, only $142, and you get a lot of perks. 20% off all their soft goods, 10% off of their hard goods, and um, their, their pro shop is well-stocked, one of the better ones in our area as far as merchandise is concerned. But the big perk you get is to you can book your tea time one week in advance, and as busy as they've been, uh, it's a big benefit because you can get that selected tea time that you want. They also charge your handicap, according to the Louisiana Golf Association, and they waive your MGA dues, which I hear also they're going to get cranked up uh, with some tournaments. Raymond Bernard is the president there. All right, let's see what else I have here. Oh, yeah, results um, from the Generette Senior High Golf Tournament was played there, fundraiser for Generette, Saturday the uh, 16th, this past Saturday, and first place went to the First Bank of Generette. Speaking of Damon Miguez, 
His team shot 59 and won first place. Second place went to the team Vacalara. They shot 60. And then 61 was Ken, or rather, Kikendall, the Kikendall team. All supporting Generat High School. Then also coming up at Cane Row is uh, 76th annual state Knights of Columbus golf tournament. So uh, that's not a local, uh, uh, not a local council. That's the state. All the state uh, councils in, in uh, that play golf in in uh, Louisiana can participate in this. It's going to be at Cane Row uh, Saturday and Sunday, October seventh and eighth, and then on on Friday, the day before, they have a little fun tournament with a, a scramble, and uh, anyone can play in that. Then on Saturday and then Sunday. They have their individual tournaments along with the flights. And they usually uh, attract about 300 players. Yeah, so I was going to say that. I, I, for, at one time, that was a, a huge tournament. I know I know they come down, you know, ahead of time, rent hotel rooms. I mean, you know, really good for the economy. Exactly, exactly. And then congratulations to Judge Keith Como. He made a hole-in-one. So the hole-in-one fever is uh, – is, uh, Coming around, that's, uh, I'm getting a text from uh, Roland Terrio, a big uh, Raging Cajun fan, and uh, he's head of the Knights of Columbus. At, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. So he's, he's saying thanks for the plug, and we'll do what we can. Roland, have a good tournament. And well, Roland, co- call Coach Des and get some, <laughs> get some uh, UL merchandise donated. I'll yeah. auction that yeah. off, and I'm sure he would be happy to help out. I'm, I'm, it's probably his home parish. Right? Maybe we could ask Theodore on the air. Maybe, uh, we, could, maybe if, we could do that. If he could donate something as well. Yeah, yeah. He'd love to donate that because you went to USL as well. I, w- I did go to USL. Yeah, put that S in there. <laughs> let, let everybody <laughs> well, know how old I am. Right. No, yeah, exactly. no, that's, that's a, it's okay. <laughs> All right, and uh, concluding with the uh, you, local golf. You, you coached SLI, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was still USL. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Boy, you're smarty. All right, the Lafayette Senior Men's Golf Association played their uh, their they played two tournaments a month. That two first Tuesday, second Tuesday of the month tournament is an out of town course, and that's played at Tamaka Trails in Marksville. First place went to Eric Rusin, second place Steve Newman, then Lawson Rooley himself, the director, and then Richard Cormier. And then on the fourth Tuesday, their home course right there at Muni and Lafayette, they had a blind draw three man team. First place went to Keith Benoit, Terry Clement, and Kevin Thibodeau, plus nine. They edged out Brett Castillo, Sid Thibodeau, and Glenn Bertrand at plus eight. And then uh, – I, I, th- I just think Sid's a great first name to come out in golf tournaments. I mean, you know, it, Thibodeau's, you know, obviously a different last name, but, but Sid's always come out. So if you want to, you know – Name your kid Sid. <laughs> he might be a great player. Huh? It's just, you know, a little dig at our, our buddy there. Yeah, our buddy. I played with him Sunday right when you called. He answered the phone. Best so. hybrid player in, ever <laughs> ever seen in my life. Yeah. All right. And then on the junior scene, my grandson just came back from playing in the uh, what they call the River Cup. It's uh, Rider Stub style matches for juniors from Louisiana and Mississippi. Each year they have it in, in the – each state, so once in Louisiana, the next year will be in Mississippi, and they played at Bayou du Sard in Monroe, and uh, Louisiana won. Uh, my grandson lost his singles match. He was the featured group. The last one off, he lost on the last hole. One up to Harris Renfro. I think he hit it out of bounds on the last hole. But uh, nonetheless, Team Louisiana won, and I know he's happy with that. 
because he did qualify for the Notre Gay tournament to be played out at Kashati Pines later this this fall. <clears throat> he shot uh, even par, 74-70, and finished fourth, and he qualified for the, uh, the tournament. That, that tournament, that qualifier that, was played at Dancing Rabbit. And that's the one that, that Charlie played in last year. Right, but that, this the year the rumor tournament. is, the, yeah, but it's a different age group. So yeah, this yeah. year it's going to be played right here in our backyard at LT. Yeah. And hopefully Tiger will be there. Uh, and I don't know. We'll get a Tiger sighting. Ryan said last week off the air, you didn't, I don't think he heard that, but it wasn't mm-hmm. true, you know, so. That that Tiger was going to be there or that Charlie wasn't going to yeah, be there? Both, yeah, <laughs> both, yeah. <laughs> both. Tig- if Charlie's tar- there, Tiger will be there. Yeah, no, I know, but that's, that's you know, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm not sure. But, but they're still going to have the tournament. It's oh, the yeah, All-Star yeah, yeah, Invitational yeah. for, and the Notre Gay is a national uh, tour for juniors, you know, I mean, right. it's all over the country, kind of like the American Junior Golf Association, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. All right, we'll take our break, and hopefully when we come on the other side, we'll have Theodore, Raging Cajun golf coach, telling us about their latest adventure uh, at La Tech. Stay tuned. Sugar Oaks Golf Course, located at 4002 Sugar Oaks Road, is an 18-hole regulation golf course. This medium yardage layout has adequate length, wide fairways, and not-too-difficult approach shots. Sugar Oaks Golf Course is a semi-private course that's open to the public. Our guest rates are very attractive, and our monthly dues are accommodating. Give us a call for your tee time. That's Sugar Oaks Golf Course in New Iberia. Phone 337-364-7611. 364-7611. Golfballs.com carries the latest selection of golf balls, clubs, and gear from brands such as Titleist, TaylorMade, and Callaway. Get custom fit in our state-of-the-art golf simulator or shop our selection of high-quality apparel from Vineyard Vine, Southern Tide, and Bad Birdie. Featuring 20,000 square feet of golf equipment and gear golfballs.com was founded here in acadiana 25 years ago and remains the world leader in golf customization located on arnold boulevard next to harbor freight tools and of course online at golfballs.com hey guys if you're looking for the top golf experience in iberia parish you need to look no further than cane row golf and turf club low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens the recently refurbished sand traps and incredibly plush fairways And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy. Tesh Matters, 10 to 1, on New Iberia's home for the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Cane, 107.5. And welcome back to King Radio Ship Shots. Teddy Sliman alongside Ralph Boxcar Bajaro. Yeah, Ted, I know our guest hadn't called in yet, but if, if you can allow me this for, for one second to, Absolutely. to read this. Um, so so I, I go on Twitter a lot and, and uh, you know, social media, um, you know, probably more than I should. But um, one of the guys that I follow on social media is Phil Mickelson. Not because I'm a, a huge Phil fan anymore. I was disappointed with the live thing and whatnot. But still, you know, he's a good follow, okay? And today he posted something which, um, I don't know, man. I, when I read this, it just kind of kind of changed my some of my outlook about Phil and, and some of his struggles. Because we, we know that book, you know, kind of really um, cast him in a very negative shadow with, with some of the stuff. 
And, and here's what Phil wrote today on Twitter. Most of you will enjoy this football season with moderation while having lots of fun and entertainment. The fantasy leagues will provide banter amongst friends and money won or lost betting won't affect you. I won't be betting this year because I crossed the line of moderation and into addiction, which isn't fun at all. The money wasn't ever the issue since our financial security has never been threatened, but I was so distracted I wasn't able to be present with the ones I love, and it caused a lot of harm. Mm. This lack of presence has been so hurtful. Quote, you're here, but you're not with us is something I've been told often throughout my addiction. It affected those I care about in ways I wasn't aware or fully understood. It's like a hurricane going on outside, and I'm in a shelter, oblivious to what was happening. When I came out, there was so much damage to clean up that I just wanted to go back inside and not deal with it. If you ever cross the line of moderation and enter into addiction, hopefully you won't confuse your enablers as friends like I did. Hopefully you won't have to deal with these difficult moments publicly so others can profit off you like I have. But hopefully you will have a strong and supportive partner who's willing to help you through being your worst self and through your worst moments like I have in Amy. She's loved me, supported me through my darkest and most difficult times. I couldn't have gotten through this without her. I'm so grateful for her strength in helping us get through the many challenges I've created for us. Because of her love, support, and commitment, I'm back on track to being the person I want to be. And I just thought that was a great, you know. No, no, that that is. It gives you a different perspective of Phil Mickelson. So I think we got Theodore on the line here. So let's uh, welcome him aboard. Theodore, welcome aboard. Hey, Dad. Hey, Boxcar. How are y'all? Hey, Theo. How you doing, man? man. Well, first off, congratulations. Uh, We're going to start out with you talking about the Cajuns' great – it wasn't a victory, but it was a victory of sorts. Y'all tied for first at the uh, Louisiana Louisiana Tech's tournament up at Squire Creek, uh, shooting an unbelievable back nine. And, uh, wow, what what great play. So walk us through all of that. Tell us about that excitement and – and uh, all your players, how they did? Yeah, that was it. Was a lot of fun. It was a great way to start the fall season. It is a long season, so uh, we need to have short-term memory on the on the rearview mirror and 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 start looking this weekend at UAB. But uh, it was nice to nice to see the team compete at a high level and, and kind of not having our, our better players uh, play that well. So that shows the the back of the lineup has really really made it strong improvement from last year to this year and uh, really, really excited with a couple of them. You know, Burke, Junior Burke Alfred um, had three rounds of, of under par, his career best, top ten, and then Dylan Keating, a, a transfer who we saw play last year in spring and really struggled with his driver and therefore struggled with stroke average. He's really worked hard and overcame some demons with his driver and and we know the level player he can be. I've said it numerous times. If he can find the fairway, this young man could probably have the, the lowest stroke average in program history. And um, you know, his first tournament kind of showed validated that. So hopefully, uh, hopefully this team stays hungry, and, and Coach Andy and I can continue to push them and make it fun and have some good times as well, and, and see some more success in the, in the short future. Yeah, well, Theo, obviously, um, you know, you, you you always want to make that charge. You know, it's kind of like that's that Sunday back nine at Augusta National. And uh, and when you can close like you did, and again, like like Teddy said, I mean, obviously you you, you, you would have liked to have closed out the deal uh, in, in the end. 
but but still, just to uh, to have your team because you know when you when you that many strokes behind, it's it's kind of easy to throw in the towel, you know, and kind of say, okay, well, you know, we're we'll, we'll move on to the next time. But 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 you have to be proud of the competitive spirit and and, and the moxie those guys showed. No, absolutely, Boxcar. Not not only in the final round, but you know they they had a, a, a solid first round and got you know paired with we were in the final group for the second round and they had a really poor day and they they, they were finishing on hole number nine and we were like i think we were five four over for the day going into nine and we we carted two eagles and two eagles and two birdies in the counting scores and so that was a you know showed right there how, how how important every hole is but not only that but the fact that you know they weren't they weren't throwing the towel in this team is He's a good team, um, and, and we're, we're working on some mental things, you know, as a collective group, which I'm excited with. We're reading reading a book and, and, and having chapter reviews every week, and, you know, they're buying into it. And, you know, part of this book is, you know, dream big and not, you know, if, if Jack Nicklaus had 35 majors, how many majors do you think Tiger Woods would have? Because he's chasing Jack Nicklaus's 35 majors, he would probably have 28 majors, Right. Where this book is kind of saying, saying dream, you know, don't 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 have your dreams low. Dream big, but have the work ethic, have the work ethic to back up your dreams. Um, and, and, and you know, good is the enemy of great. And so don't don't think you're good. Dream dream to be great, but work to be great. So so, so your entire team is reading this book. Say, say that again. Your your whole team is reading the book. Come, come back, pop. Yeah, he wants to know if, if the whole team is reading the book. Yes, we're, we we every, everybody has a copy of the book, and what we do to keep them on their toes. Um, every Wednesday, we'll have a book review, and everybody's name is in a box. And just because your name gets pulled for the first week doesn't mean it won't get pulled the second week. So it's keeping them on their toes. They can't just say, "Well, I, I led week one; I can go on easy street." So. Um, we're having each one when their name gets pulled. They have they have to lead the book review. Oh, cool! They, they, yeah, so they, they they have to dive in and, and, and lead the book review. And then after every chapter, um, the team comes up with a, a theme or a mantra from that chapter. And we're you know we're putting it on a big poster board and putting it in the locker room. And um, you know by week twelve, we'll have twelve mantras that Cajun Golf is going to identify themselves by. That, that's great. So. Uh... With that in mind, uh, talk a little bit about uh, your volunteer coach, uh, Coach Andy, and a little bit of his background, and what, is, what does he bring to the table for, for you and your program there? Oh, coach, Andy's the, coach Andy's the best. He's, he, um, he's retired, and Coach Andy played baseball for LSU, Skip Burke, and he was a shortstop. And he left college, got out of school, was drafted early, and had a really good career in the major leagues and then had an even better career overseas in japan and he was a couple of years ago he's been scouting for his team in japan and when the major leagues shut down what two years ago he he had nothing to do he was kind of you know bored and he said steel i i I have nothing to do i'd love to help if anything and um, he jumped on board and, and he's just he loves golf um i think not to put his personal information out there but i think he has he has a beautiful wife and three beautiful girls, but I could sense that you know there's there's a little strong love here for the boys. That he's, 
you know, he never he never had a boy, and and, and these this these boys are his his adopted boys, and uh, they love him, and he he brings he brings a a, a baseball locker room to a to a sport that's individually played. So you you can imagine that dynamic. It's pretty cool. Yeah, and that's interesting that you said that, Theo, because this past week I was listening to a, um, a radio station in Lafayette that does sports, and they had on Coach uh, uh, Glasgow and, and Bobby Neva um, talking about their up tem- upcoming fundraiser for their golf tournament at the Wetlands. And, and they were talking about some of the new coaching staff that was added on to the uh, girls' softball program. And Coach Glasgow was just raving about this assistant coach uh, and it's, I think it's a lady. They, they came over. And I, again, I'm going to probably get this wrong. I think Texas State, but I, that's probably wrong. Maybe, Texas about, A&M. Texas yeah, A&M. Texas A&M. But she, she was with the, the golf program there. She was the director of operations for the golf team. Yep, yes. At Texas A&M. So, yep. you know, it's, it's, it's amazing how good, good coaching and good organizational skills transcend sports. It's not unique to one, you know, one endeavor, right? Right, right. In fact, I think her husband is coaching, and she is she is the director of operations now for the softball team. He right, right, working. right. Yeah, yep. she was the director for the golf team there. At there, Texas right, A&M. right. And he was talking about that that hire and how you know how he was excited about it going into the the, the new season. You know, and, and again, I just kind of blew me away. It's like, man, she was with golf, and, and now she's in softball. You know, but I yep. mean. You know, it, it um, uh, good coaching and good good organization. Uh, uh, you know, kind of crosses the boundaries. Um, I, just, no, I, I would agree to that, and I see it. I see it here in our athletic department. You know, you see, it going even a step further, but you get into the athletic trainers and the and the and the, the weight room staff. You know, or the nutritionists. You know, you got you got good and bad there too, and you really see the good. You see, you see a good trainer really helps motivate. And coach up the players, even though he doesn't know what he's taught. He doesn't have a clue about how to tell him to swing a seven iron, but he sure right. does have. He sure does have a lot of experience with what it takes to compete at a high level, you yep. know. And, and that's really, really, really neat. All right, so uh, back to your team now. You, you, uh, your fall schedule continues this coming week. Tell us where y'all going, and uh, is your team familiar with the golf course, and uh, which players are, are going to make this trip? Yeah, we're going. We're going to UAB's event. Even though we've been there in the past, it's at a new venue, so it's uh, it's an unfamiliar golf course to to everyone in the field, except for the host team right. UAB. But uh, so really, don't know much about the golf course uh, except that it's bent grass greens, and uh, and it's about forty five minutes northeast of Birmingham. But same five will go. Um, you know, you have success like that, that you can't. It would wouldn't be the smartest to break that five up um, but with the expectation you know that there are players at home that can jump in at any time and we are bringing a sixth man and we're gonna we're qualifying right now to see which underclassman is going to be in that position so we have four freshmen and and, and two sophomores and uh or in this fall at least we're going to see that that sixth man most probably utilize that position with, with some underclassmen that need some experience and, and we know there was, you know, obviously a, a, a lot of devastation in, in, in Maui, and, and, and um, that's a tournament that y'all, you know, definitely enjoy playing in every every year. What's the word on that tournament? Sorry, Boxcar, come back with the end of that question again. Uh, the Maui tournament. Any any word on whether it's still going to be played? No, it is, yes. And actually the, 
the um, the coach there reached out to all of us, wanting stressing on how important it is that we do have a tournament. That Maui is is really wanting that tournament to show that you know that how strong Maui is, <clears throat> and the governor the governor of Hawaii um, has stated that as well that they want they want oh, Maui is open for business, and so we uh, we will be going there, and I, I think the whole field, the whole tournament is going to get creative with some type, some type of fundraiser amongst all the teams uh, while we're there to do something to, to give back to that community. Because, yes, it's a sad. It's such a great great area. I know, Dad, you've been there, and um, I think the house that we originally rented is no longer. But uh, we, we have airline tickets, and we, we, uh, every, we're, the tournament is a go. Oh, that's great. So awesome. um, we're talking about the sixth player. Um, you got Matt Louts, is it? He's, he was the one you took to uh, Louisiana Tech's tournament. And uh, even though he didn't play really well, he, he improved each round, and which is a, a testament to him, you know, kept in there. So uh, tell us a little bit about all the rest of your players. Who's in contention to make that sixth spot? Yeah, well, it's up for grabs. We're just we're actually out at the wetlands right now with our first first round of qualifying so um it'll be interesting to see who steps up um you know i think i think they're all you know they're freshmen so they're they're uh they're they're a little young and a little green and um got got some learning to do but um but they're eager and and they're they're very very much attentive to it so that is good but uh, lots did he came in from south africa uh, probably maybe a little bit more seasoned than, than than our others but you know, college golf is college golf. It, it doesn't have, um, you know, you see players all the time show up and, and just blossom really fast. Uh, it's so fun to, so fun to see it. So, uh, got, got a lot of faith in all of them and, and eager to see, eager to see them compete against each other at, at home because that's only going to make them better. Great, great. Boxcar, you have anything else for Theodore before uh, I change the subject? Yeah, no, I'm actually getting ready to head out, Theo, because, I, you know, I, I can't miss the opening kickoff of the Saints game at 6.15, so I'm, I'm, I'm bugging out early today. But I just wanted to wish uh, you and, and, and your team – I guess the, my only other question is, you know, kind of – I know it's early to assess what the the whole Sun Belt's going to look like, but, um, you know, are you all the – you know, are you all going to now be the hunted uh, – after last year, um, you know who some of the, the the teams that we might see in the in the mix for the for the the, the championship. Well, yeah, I think I think our motto is always to play like an underdog. So we'll never we'll never have the the mindset that we're being hunted. We're we always want to be the underdog. But I, I think you know, looking at Southern Miss, obviously they played very well um, at La Tech. I think they're struggling this week right now in Cincinnati. But Southern Miss is a very good program. Um, I, I think. Georgia Southern is always, always a top shelf program. I think Arkansas State is another one. I, I'll be honest, the whole Sun Belt, Fox Bar, I, I would say out of the 14 schools, we could probably see 10 of them inside the top 100 in the rankings by the time conference play comes around in April. And that, that just shows you right there, it's anybody's, it's anybody's tournament. Well, well, personally, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm ahead now, but I just want to wish you and your team the best of luck. Um, uh, anytime y'all want to, you know, maybe come make a trek to New Iberia if y'all uh, happen to be playing at Squirrel, uh, um, <laughs> yes, Cane Row. pardon me, Cane Row, uh, or something, you know, and come in the studio one day. I'd love to have some of these young men and, and, and interview them on the air. You know, that would be awesome. would love that. I know, I know Jake's parents and Jake really enjoyed. Yeah, that was, that was a lot. Back in the summer. 
and um, absolutely, we, we we need to get a victory, and, and we'll get get some of them in there for that. Yeah, and I'll throw one more, please, since I know that uh, we have someone listening uh, uh, about that. But uh, if you can uh, get any uh, items donated for our St. Peter's uh, fundraiser golf tournament that we're having at the Sugar Oaks coming up on October seventh, uh, we're having an auction after. And uh, so, if you have any, you know, get any items donated from the golf team or, or whatnot, we'd appreciate it, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hold me accountable on that, and I will make that happen. Okay. Thank will you. Do. All right. So, uh, Theodore, I'm going to change the subject. We're going to stick with golf, but uh, I want to hear a little bit about uh, the River Cup, where uh, Drew played this past weekend at Bayou Desert in Monroe, where the Louisiana Juniors played up against the uh, Mississippi Juniors. Yeah, it was a fun weekend. Uh, very thankful with Bayou Desire that that golf course was in tremendous shape. And for them, a private club of their status to open up. And, I mean, they, they closed the golf course for the weekend for these kids, which was pretty special. Right. And, uh, Louisiana came out ahead, um, and, and won. It was Ryder Cup format with three, three different matches. You had best ball in the morning, then alternate shot in the afternoon, and then singles single matches uh, on the, on Sunday. Um, and the, the kids were having a lot of fun. It was really cool to see, you know, some old, some, some faces from my past. If you remember Lizette Lee, who played at LSU. Right. Her son was on the team, and he's a he's a 15-year-old, and the, she married the, the head pro at University Club. I can't pronounce his last name, Prieto or Prieto. Right, right. But a uh, good little player, and we went out to eat, and, her dad, who I think you, you played Andres. college golf with, he came eat, join us, and he had, he transferred from Houston, if I'm not mistaken, right? Well, uh, I'm I'm not, I'm not certain who you're talking about. You're talking about Drew Prieto's daddy, Drew Prieto's grandfather, Chip and Lizette Lee's dad. Oh no, I didn't play with Chip. Not uh, Chip. It was Chip's father. Okay, maybe so. It was a Lee, or maybe he he played St- at Stanley. He, maybe he might have played for the Cajuns. Yeah, but yeah. Anyway, um, no, it was a good time. It was a good event. Well run. Happy. Very proud of the LGA. That Jake did a great job, and it was nice to see Louisiana come home with with the with the cup. Yeah, and you you uh, you got to do a little recruiting as well. So, uh, did you see any players that uh, surprised you, or that wasn't on your radar? No, 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 not really. Very, I was pretty familiar with all of them. And, okay. Uh, yep, it was. Uh, it was good to go there as a dad and not as a coach. All right. Well, good. So uh, I, I have uh, two old grandsons, and uh, this is a golf talk show, but we can change the subject because I'm. I got the mic in my hand. So my gr- second-born grandson Grant plays JV football, and I love football. You know that. Tell us who he plays for and uh, a little bit about uh, his position and uh, when he plays next. Yeah, he has a game Wednesday. I'm not certain who they're playing, but I tell you what, I am enjoying being able to put on a little, a little Hunter Green and, and be a football dad. It's nice to to not to, to get away from the golf course. So I'm very thankful he's he's not in the golf and he's loving all of his other sports. Um, and he has just the right amount of cockiness to be a middle linebacker. Middle linebacker, cool. Yes, he's he's a starting middle linebacker on the JV team at Lafayette High. So um, you need to make a game. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that's why I want to know when the next one is and uh, where it's going to be because uh, me and Nino are going to you know alternate times going since uh, we do chapel on Wednesday 
nights at St. Peter's, so uh, we'll just uh, alternate doing that, and uh, it's my turn next, so I'll look forward to that. All right. Well, I, I appreciate I appreciate you guys having us on, and I appreciate the support. Yeah, and good luck to the Cajuns, and uh, we'll be following y'all, and uh, hopefully the, y'all come back with a victory next time. Absolutely. Love you, Pops. Love you, too. Thanks for calling in. All right, Theodore, my grand, my son, coaching the UL Raging Cajuns. And, uh, you know, it looks like they're going to have a, a a pretty good team this year. It's uh, it's always difficult to predict, you know, in any sport, really, football, basketball, baseball. But uh, they got all the moving parts uh, with the Cajuns this year because uh, all, all those players he mentioned are, are outstanding players and on any given Sunday, as they say, they, they can uh, they can perform, and uh, hopefully they'll they'll uh, push each other to the point where they all perform at the same time and bring home some victories. With that, we'll take our last break, and then uh, I'll talk a little golf uh, on the national scene. Just uh, throwing in a little few notes here and there. Stay tuned. Hey guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Cane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy. Golfballs.com carries the latest selection of golf balls, clubs, and gear from brands such as Titleist, TaylorMade, and Callaway. Get custom fit in our state-of-the-art golf simulator or shop our selection of high-quality apparel from Vineyard Vine, Southern Tide, and Bad Birdie. Featuring 20,000 square feet of golf equipment and gear, Golfballs.com was founded here in Acadiana 25 years ago and remains the world leader in golf customization. Located on Arnold Boulevard next to Harbor Freight Tools and, of course, online at Golfballs.com. Sugar Oaks Golf Course, located at 4002 Sugar Oaks Road, is an 18-hole regulation golf course. This medium yardage layout has adequate length, wide fairways, and not-too-difficult approach shots. Sugar Oaks Golf Course is a semi-private course that's open to the public. Our guest rates are very attractive, and our monthly dues are accommodating. Give us a call for your tee time. That's Sugar Oaks Golf Course in New Iberia. Phone 337-364-7611-364-7611. The hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s on Kane 107.5. And welcome back to Chip Shots, our last segment here. I'm Teddy Sliman with you here, and box score is bolted. He's going to watch the Saints tee it up in Monday Night Football on his way back home to Generette. But I got a few notes here. Um, it's uh, Ryder Cup. Oh, I get a phone call. Let's see who's that. Hello, you on the air? Hey, Teddy, it's me. Okay. <laughs> I. Uh... I told you I called, but uh, listen. I, I, the only thing I wanted to, to mention, um, and then I'll, uh, I'll I'll listen to you on the way back. But you know, I know they had this you know Fortnite championship uh, this past week, and I, I was just so happy to see Justin Thomas play so well um, because you know there obviously was a lot of 
controversy regarding the captain's pick by Zach Johnson, even though I, I thought it was a, you know, you had to look at Justin Thomas's record in the Ryder Cup. And for him to go out there on the, what I think is a lot of pressure to perform well, I think showed a lot about, about his moxie and, and, and maybe the, maybe his game's not in such a bad place after all. All right. Well, yeah, that's good. I was going to talk about the Ryder Cup because uh, that's coming up in a couple of weeks. And uh, it's it's that time of the year. All the cups, all the Ryder Cup style matches are going on. Because like right now, the Solheim Cup, the ladies, that's the ladies Ryder Cup where the USA plays against Europe. That's going to be played this week in Spain. And then uh, last week, uh, the 49th Walker Cup, which is, of course, the amateurs where the uh, the guys play. Of course, it's... Uh, it's USA against Great Britain, and they played at St. Andrews, the old course in St. Andrews, and the USA won 14 and a half to 11 and a half, and uh, it's the United States' fourth straight victory. So you and I will be talking about cups a long time from now for the rest of the season, probably. Yeah, and I actually, you know, really enjoy that. The thing I'm glad about is that it's in Europe this, this you know, this time uh, because the matches will be on early because. You know, it's always hard for golf to compete against football this time of the year for, for viewership. But um, when you have it in, you know, in Europe, I mean, that's not going to be a problem, um, except for maybe Saturday, you know, morning with the college. But, um, but no, I think, um, you know, I think it's going to be very interesting to see how, how Zach Johnson does these pairings. You know, I mean, uh, it's one thing to to go into Sunday and and and, and with the individuals and, and kind of figure that out. But it's really easy to kind of lose that cup the first couple of days if you don't if you don't perform well in the in the four balls and the foursomes, you know. And and um, I'm, I'm interested to see what kind of pairing he comes up with. Yeah, that that's always the fun part is to see who he puts with who and how they they're going to have to click together. You know, the chemistry between them that's always been a peculiar you know thing that the uh, captain has to do, and uh, he needs to be spot on with that. Uh, but yeah. The, Go ahead. No, and I think I think that's what we saw. You know, Justin Thomas, uh, Jordan Spieth is really comfortable playing with Justin Thomas, and conversely, um, uh, uh, Scotty Scheffler loves playing with Sam Burns. You know, so I think that kind of solidified those captain's picks in those, in those two cases. Right. For, for that. Yeah. And Luke Donald's got to be look, happy with his with his picks too, because I saw where they had oh, the no. PGA B, BMW Classic over in Europe. And uh, I think uh, something like five of his or seven players finished in the top seven, something like that. Yeah. Five of his players finished in the top seven in that tournament. So uh, his team's going to be strong as well. Yeah, and it's good to see the, the guys playing. You know, going into this tournament playing well. I'm I'm, I'm anxious to to see it. You know, I, I mean, I've never. I don't think I've ever seen this golf course they're playing at necessarily, but. Um, but that's Marco uh, Simon know. Golf Course in Rome, Italy, and I don't think it's a very well-known golf course. Uh, I just think they probably picked it because of the uh, country, Italy and Rome, and uh, you know, I yeah. mean, it's it's a different venue and uh, something nobody's seen before, probably. And it's the forty-fourth yeah. edition of the Ryder Cup, and it's going to be played September twenty-ninth through October first. And uh, look forward to uh, to watching a little bit of that. No, it should be it should be a lot of fun, and and and, and I mean it's it's uh, just a great great way to kind of you know I know the the season never really ends anymore, uh, but it but it is 
to me, that's kind of the official end of the season until the the uh, tournament in Hawaii. That's kind of the way I look at it still. But uh, I know you have the, the whole fall series and all that all that stuff on the PGA Tour. But anyway, I just wanted to, to say, you know, I, again, I, I thought uh, Justin Thomas with a top five finish uh, just kind of – and uh, congratulations to Sabith Sagala and his breakthrough victory. I mean, the guy's played well for a while now, and, and he's finally earned that first victory in the PGA Tour. So life-changing moment for him, you know. So, so congratulations. But – Anyway, Ted, uh, enjoyed it, man, and um, we'll talk to you again next Monday for sure. Thanks, uh, and thanks for your pertinent questions with Theodore, and uh, we hope the, uh, the Cajuns continue to perform oh, well this fall. By the way, when you do, when you, it is your turn to go to Lafayette and watch Grant play, let me know because, I, you know, I love, I love football, and, and that brings back a lot of memories of when Cody played, you know, middle, middle school and high school football. So I'd be glad to go with you on that little road trip, man. Sure, yeah, I'd love that. They all, they play on Wednesdays, and uh, it's usually around 6 o'clock. So uh, may, may, maybe uh, this Wednesday, if I hear back from Theodore at where, where he's playing and what all, and we'll we'll make a little trip. We'll have to wait and see. Let me know, bud. All okay, right. thanks. Okay. All, all right. right. Like Boxcar said, the uh, the PGA Tour is experiencing a, a change in scheduling. And, uh, you know, this year they're having what's called the FedEx Fall Series, where – uh, let me see if I can explain it best I can. I don't know it fully, but uh, it used to be the top 125 was exempt for the following year and uh, with the wraparound season. And so this year they changed it to the top 70. And uh, there's not too many people, at least Jimmy Walker wasn't too uh, happy with that. So now players 51 through 125 have to continue to maintain their spot to be exempt for next year. Uh, and, and, and like Boxcar alluded to, the, uh, the first tournament is at Kapalua and what we were talking about, Maui, you know, uh, where the fires hit this past uh, year. So they have to continue to play in a series of uh, these FedEx fall tournaments and uh, continue to maintain their position. So they have 36 FedEx Cup events in the regular season this coming year. No more wraparound season. They're going to have eight designated or signature tournaments with no cut, and it's going to be a limited field. So uh, that right there shows you that uh, the PGA Tour is taking a look at what the uh, Live Tour is doing with no cut. So uh, that, that's controversial as well. So uh, 18 full field tournaments, that includes those eight designated tournaments, five majors plus the Tournament Players Championship, and five additional tournaments that each year will be designated. Um, so, um, Tiger, Tiger Woods is on the uh, on the committee there. So, uh, you know, you're in good hands with when when he's uh, giving his input. And also coming up this year on the PGA Tour, the Houston Open, uh, the Astros Golf Foundation now their new sponsor for the Houston Open, and it's going to be uh, the Texas Children's Hospital that's going to be uh, benefiting from it. And they're moving the tournament back to the spring because it was usually the week before the Masters traditionally, and uh, and it dates back all the way all the way to 1946. So that's something to uh, that that will be on on the horizon in the change for the PGA Tour. Also, changing on the PGA Tour, they gonna the PGA Tour Canada is teaming up with the PGA Tour Latino, and they will merge. And they will feed into the Corn Ferry Tour, which we all know is the secondary tour 
for uh, the feeder tour for the PGA of America. And so they're going to have 16 tournaments. The top 10 exemptions are going to get into the Corn Ferry Tour, and that all begins in February of next year. Uh, Let's see what other notes I have here. Okay, a little bit about this past year. I'm a stats nut. Let's see if I can find it. Well, let's start with this one. Tommy Fleetwood, he's got a stat that uh, he doesn't really like, I'm sure. He's first in the PGA Tour history to win $20 million without a win. And I say without a win. He's won six times on the DP Tour, which was the European Tour, but he's never won on the American soil. So that's kind of hard to believe. Um, Tommy Fleetwood, he's always in contention, it seems like, in majors and stuff, and never won. So uh, $20 million is nothing to sneeze at in his career, but he always wants that victory. Then Brandon Todd got a nice uh, stat and award here. He tied for 41st in the BMW Classic. He had 64 pars, six bogeys, and two birdies. Those 64 pars, and like I said, this is something he's not too pleased with, the 64 pars are the most on the PGA Tour event ever in a 72-hole tournament. So uh, he needs a few more birdies, right, and less bogeys. Uh, Brandon Todd. Another good player. Speaking of uh, Tiger Woods, he's teaming up with Mike Trout, the famous baseball player, and they're building or going to open up a new golf course in Philadelphia. And that opening is going to be in 2025. And then uh, back to statistics. Terrell Hatton is, uh, has won the uh, Aon Risk Reward Challenge and uh, AON Risk Reward Challenge for the year 2023. He won an extra bonus, $1 million grand prize. And uh, this award goes to the best precision maker on the PGA Tour. In other words, they take a hole in each tournament, and uh, it's how you do on that one hole. Say uh, say a par four one time, par three, par uh, five. And uh, from each tournament... And uh, they charge you total score for for the uh, for the tournament, and uh, he won that award. So uh, pretty good grand prize there, one million potatoes, you know, just for uh, doing good on one particular hole. All right, let's see what else I got here. Ricky Fowler, he won the PIP award for the year, and they got bonus money for him too. That PIP is. Player Impact Program, and we all know how uh, Ricky Fowler is uh, well-liked, not only by, by the adults, but mostly by the kids. Whenever you see Ricky Fowler playing, you'll see kids following him with a orange cap or orange shirt or orange something on, you know, predict, pre, uh, from when he played for Oklahoma State, which, of course, the Cowboys are orange. So, uh, but uh, he, he won the PIP, Player Impact Award for the year. And... Uh, Let's see what else I got here. We're about to sign off, so uh, I don't think all of this stuff that I have here is very pertinent. So with that, we'll, uh, we'll tell you that. Continue to tune in to Kane Radio tonight if you want to continue on the sports theme because Catholic Eye Coaches Show is coming up shortly with uh, Coach Matt Desimo and the voice of the Panthers, Tony Landry, as the Catholic Eye Panthers come off of a big victory this past week. And... Uh, 
they'll, they'll tell you all about what's going on. It's a uh, holiday weekend, of course. It's the Sugarcane Festival, so uh, ball games will be played Thursday and Friday, and uh, Coach Desimo and Tony Landry will be giving you all that information on scheduling and stuff. So stay tuned for that. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you have a good week. You're listening to KANE 1240 AM and K298CQ 107.5 FM, New Iberia. The voice of the Tash. Mm-hmm.